This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Forever Dog. Welcome to Forever Dog. You can listen to this podcast ad-free on Forever Dog Plus by signing up at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. And make sure to follow us on social at Forever Dog Team and check out all of our podcasts at foreverdogpodcasts.com. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Forever Dog. Welcome to Public Domain Theater with Kelly Nugent, Lindsay K. Ty, and guest Ronnie Adrian reading The Beautiful People by Charles Beaumont. Welcome to Public Domain Theater, the podcast of highbrow readings and lowbrow commentary. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent, and we are joined by a very special guest today. You may know him from White Women, performing every second Sunday at UCB Sunset. Fr- Sunset? Sunset. It's second it's Friday. Fine. Wanna, it's fine. It's fine. Every, no, every really second matter. Friday. This really doesn't matter, but I don't want to I mean, cut nothing you off does. You did. So, <laughs> continue. Continue. I'm going to have another chance continue. to say it. Okay. Oh, from, true. From Dragons, every Saturday at 10.30 at UCB Sunset. That was yeah, great. Yeah, nice, nice, That was nice. good. It's the Dragons, but it's Oh, fine. is it? Yeah. I'm so oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Wow. The Dragons. Wow, 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 wow. You are embarrassing me in front of Ronnie right I now. I wrote this intro in italics, and I think I'm <laughs> somehow, it's like throwing me off. <laughs> we have writer, actor, improviser, very cool guy, Ronnie Adrian is here. Hello, everyone. I know you're clapping. Oh, yeah, I was clapping. about to. <laughs> they're standing. I, and then I didn't. I don't know why. <laughs> sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Okay. Thank and you, you for being it. on the podcast. Oh, thank you all for having me. Oh, finally. Oh, finally. Yes. finally. We were waiting for you to say that. We well, thanked Ronnie before we started recording and he refused. He just smiled and then like pointed at his watch. He's like, save it for the cast. I want people to know I'm thankful. I don't want to waste my thank yous. <laughs> I heard you only have so many thank yous in life. Yeah. Oh, that's true. When you say all of them, you die. It's like that Eddie Murphy movie. That with yes, the tree. With, with when you say all your words, words. you're supposed to say you're you die or can't. Talk? I think it's called a thousand words. Is it? I think it is. God, yeah. Lindsay, I hope that's not true because you and I talk a lot. That's, that's frightening. That's a frightening thought. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for coming on and doing the show and agreeing to read a story with us. Oh, yes. Um, so, okay. We're going to generally ask you what we usually remember to ask yeah. our guests. So let's say, rewind to you in high school. Mm-hmm. Are you reading the assigned reading that you're supposed to be reading? 
Uh, yes. Even though I, I'm not sure. Were we assigned reading in high school? I mean, I guess people were. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> really? we were. Yeah, we were <laughs> much so. I think I was. Yeah. Unless in you went school? to like a Montessori school and they were like, know. create your own curriculum. I'm not sure. I went to, I went to public school in South Carolina and I'm not sure if we had assigned, if we had assigned reading there or not. <laughs> I feel like I, mean, I know I've had probably. a sign reading in my life. I don't want to say like this seems crazy. I know I had a sign reading in my life before, but I just can't remember. Like, what were you reading? Like, I don't know things like The Great Gatsby or something. Yeah, like that. exactly. Yeah. Like, Great Gatsby, uh, um, Tess of the Dubervilles. Nope, um, not that one. Scarlet Letter. Yeah, uh, no, The Crucible. Um, I think I read The Crucible. You did. Scarlet Letter. That's one of those. That's one of like those TV ones that everyone tells you that you're supposed to read. <laughs> yeah. I only know it because of TV, but I'm not sure I ever read it. I feel there like are some of those yeah. for me, and I can't think of what they are offhand. But yeah, yeah where I'm like, I'm gonna have to read that shit. Yeah. Or damn, I wish I'd had to read that shit. Oh. Again, I can't think of any. Example. I feel like everybody was supposed to read like The Giver in sixth grade. And oh yeah, I never read that. I didn't read that. I feel like everyone, it was on TV a lot. Like people were like, oh, you got to do your report on The Giver. I never, yeah. I never read it. I was confused. The, actually, I think I've read The Giver. Look, I'm going to be real with you. I've read a lot of books. I mean, I guess. Cool. The nice, things, and I don't nice. remember most of them. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing with movies, though. I After overtime, I forget movies as well. Well, that's great because then you can rewatch them. Yeah, that's what usually what happens. Usually yeah. after a while I forget and I just movies that I know that I like or at least in the genre or whatever, I just end up rewatching at some point again. When you rewatch it, are you like, oh yeah, like that happened? Yeah, some stuff, yeah, it is like, oh yeah, that's like this thing, but it is like a lot of memory jogging. Like so yeah. it is like, oh yeah, I do remember that part. I do remember this part. That's what's funny about like uh like writing and then like and, and all this type of stuff because it is like even though I don't necessarily remember movies that well a lot of the times, like <laughs> Uh, story is very similar <laughs> in the yeah. same sense. Yeah. So like the same thing. Story structure. Stuff. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. Like you just, it's like. It's like, oh, and then they're yeah, probably going to yeah. get to together in yeah, the end. Yeah, so it's very, so it's just, it's interesting in that way that like, even though I necessarily remember in different movies, exact plots and plot points and things like that, it is like knowing the structure of something. So even when you're writing it or writing, like um, because it's just the structure of of film and television stuff is so ingrained in you that like, or just story in general, mm-hmm. it, then it does like uh, it. It I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. So you you sort of track the hero's journey of like, okay, well, about page ten, his life is gonna get like thrown upside down, and he's gonna go somewhere. Something's gonna be different, or like, yeah. oh, suddenly there's like a tree, and there's like a thousand words on that tree. <laughs> <laughs> just to go back to all of our yeah. favorite movie, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. a thousand words. Yeah, a thousand words. Yeah, great. An Eddie Murphy classic. Yeah. Classic. One when of everybody's of, favorite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you think of Eddie Murphy, you think, you think of a thousand movie, words. You can't remember that movie, the title. Of. Yeah. The one where he, where you all can say so many words and blah blah blah. And mm-hmm. we definitely know the whole plot. Mm-hmm. So another one of our favorites is Charles Beaumont. Mm-hmm. So do we? Sure. How much do we love Charles Beaumont so much? Too much. What do we know about him? Um, he he has a French-ish last name, but probably isn't. Mm. Do you know probably anything about, about this guy? I bet he's southern. Oh, uh, Charles Beaumont. Yeah. I know nothing about him. Great. I know that like the title of his book. Um, I want to say it was ripped off by Marilyn Manson, but oh. I don't know. I don't know. That could be hearsay. I, I could have just made that up. We'll, oh, we'll you're know when we get Marilyn Manson the on our show. Plot of the story. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, if the plot is, is the same as the lyrics to A Beautiful People, <laughs> the by Marilyn Monroe, that'll tip us off. know that uh, somebody's ripping somebody off. Uh-oh. And I'm not going to say who. Um, Marilyn. <laughs> okay, when do we think that Charles Beaumont was born? 1894. 1910. Whoa. Nice. Like nice. It. Closer. Damn it. 1929. Mm. Oh, I was. You were very <laughs> off. I did not know when you think this was I, written. I hear Beaumont and I think old very Southern gentlemen. Very old yeah. times. Okay. Well, when do you think he died? If we know 1929 he was born. I think he's still alive. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I I want to really swing for the fences. Okay, so on this you think episode. he is well? Yeah, so I think he, he would alive, be alive, not only alive but also well. So eighty nine. Yeah, he could. I mean, right, he could enough. be alive. He could be alive. We all know he's not, but he could be. Mm-hmm. He died young, nineteen sixty seven. I was a little bit off. Wait, is that young? No. Wait. Yes. Yes, yeah, yes it is young. young. Yeah, I am uncomfortable. Charles, no. Okay. He is an American author of speculative fiction, including short speculative. stories. What speculative. What does that mean, fiction. Brett? This is, okay. Isn't it like. Brett, what is speculative Like, what fiction? if this was like this? Imagine okay. a world. Brett shrugged a lot and nodded his head like oh, side to side you know and why? then went sci-fi. You know why he, he did that? Because he was annoyed because we didn't listen to the rest of the sentence. I don't like waiting. <laughs> Of speculative fiction, including short stories and horror and science fiction subgenres. Yeah, but that didn't necessarily mean. Spe- it just that. What was his deal? <laughs> He's an American author of speculative fiction. Cool. Including short no, stories and horror yeah, and science fiction. We can move fiction. on. He's remembered. Oh, as a writer of classic Twilight Zone episodes. <gasps> that I'm is speculative in. fiction. I'm in. Oh, what is this? What if stories? Oh, like what if stories? I already said that, Brett. Brett wasn't listening. He was too busy writing on a post-it. He's like, I fucking got it. I'm going to write also, this. Also, I'd like, like, that's, what does that even say? Uh, what does that say? Yeah. Stein. Oh, that's why the question mark, you said it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. was adding the question mark. Stories he didn't, was the right no. word. Yeah. Like, for a second, I thought you were writing R.L. Stein. I didn't oh, he know took what. It away. Yeah. He took it away. He threw the trash. <gasps> this is, else, okay, Brett wrote stories shocking. very badly. Very yes. badly. Thank also, you. Also, he's in a mood today. I don't know what happened. He got a haircut recently. Is this, I think he feels different. Is this because I requested coffee to be ready before I get here? It is. He's like, oh, the queen. I'm going to make sure to write all these notes on little post-its for the queen. Oh, I'm going to make Lindsay sound like an idiot. <laughs> I know. He's like, read this out loud. Read this out loud. <laughs> mm, he was born. Oh, very different name. Charles Leroy Nutt. <laughs> <laughs> Why did he change it? <laughs> it <was> for Beaumont. <laughs> Charles Leroy uh, Nutt in <laughs> Chicago. He's the only child of Charles H. Nutt, who is an auditor of freight accounts for a railroad, and Letty Nutt. <laughs> Letty Nutt. It sounds like Letty Nutt. It's so nut. childish it, it that I'm laughing, childish, but it's so it childish. Very funny. And it's you not even like, I'm thinking of like testicles or anything. It's not like that. I'm just like... <laughs> That's a stupid. Thing. Well, also like nut, nut is spelled N U T T. So like, oh really? It's even funnier. I love it's it. Kind of like butt. Okay. <laughs> to all the listeners out there with that last name, we apologize if we offended you. Yeah, we love but all it is of funny. you. You know your name is funny. Yeah, you have to know. You, you have know to look in the funny. mirror every night and be like, 
my name is funny. And I don't apologize for honesty. No. <laughs> Honestly, I say what's on my mind, and that's the kind of person I am. Like, oh, so I'm the asshole. <laughs> I'm sorry I offended you. <laughs> um, okay, so his father's 55 when Charles is born. Letty, his mother, is nearly 20 years her husband's junior. Classic. Wow, my voice got real weird when I... (laughs) Okay, so Letty is known to have dressed young Charles in girls' clothes and once threatened to kill his dog to punish him. Letty! She... I mean, that's cool if that's what he wanted to do, but but I think it was punishing. Yeah, I think it was like... She sounds crazy, right? I think she is. Um, In 1963, Beaumont's 34. He's overwhelmed by writing commitments. He starts to suffer the effects of what he called a mysterious... What is this real, Brett? I'm sick of your lies, Brett. (laughs) He began to suffer the effects of what has been called a mysterious brain disease. He began to age rapidly. His speech slowed and his ability to concentrate diminished. He was rarely well, his friend and colleague William F. Nolan would later recall. He was almost always thin with a headache. He used bromo seltzer like most people use water. And then his boss convinced him that because he was going to die anyway, he should just jump into a volcano. What's that from? To say Joe versus the volcano. Oh, right. Mm. Oh. I'm not familiar. Mm. Well, you knew enough that it was a movie. <laughs> yeah, it's a Tom that. Hanks movie, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Meg Ryan. Oh, oh. sleepless in Seattle. Oh, mm-hmm. I think I've seen not the movie. I think I've seen that as an option on Netflix or something one time. But I think I chose the Money Pit instead. Oh yeah, oh. similar. I feel not like a bad choice. But Joe versus the volcano is good. Money Pit always good. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like that, like the burbs, like all of those are very similar, like I am times. Not mm-hmm. Big a fan of. The I've burbs. never seen the burbs. I've never seen the burbs. Like it, but I don't think I'm Money a fan Pit either. or what's the other one? Joe versus the volcano. I've never yeah. seen any of those three. Wow. But you've seen every other Tom Hanks movie. No. When you call yourself a Hank head. Never mm-hmm. seen Big. What? What? Yeah. Who are you? I know. Never right. seen. That offended me, Kelly. I know. That was, big. I know. Like, that was genuinely I've shocking. I've seen clips. I've never seen the whole thing. <laughs> like, there's only like no. maybe like five Tom Hanks movies that you, that is like, like required Tom yeah, Hanks yeah. viewing. Like, that's one. Okay. Yeah. Name five of them. I'm going to tell you which ones I've seen. Okay. Well, big. Okay. Big. Sleepless in Seattle. I've seen that. Okay. Forrest Gump. I've yep. seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, um, well, I would say, I would say Money Pit. Never seen that. But that's because it's a favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. Did you like Money Pit? I I I I I did not like. I did not. I did not dislike it. Wait, it's a weird. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Weird. It was one. Of, it's like I love. I like. I like. I love eighties movies and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So like even watching it, it was interesting because I think it was just like not what I thought it was going to be when I got in. But then once I was like, oh okay. Like once I started taking it for what it was, I was like, oh this is interesting. Yeah, it's a very silly, like just uh physical comedy yeah. going on. Mm. Yeah. When he gets stuck in that ceiling. Yeah. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Yeah. yeah. What Man. would be what would be another one? I bet Money Pit shouldn't be on there. I've never seen you've got mail. Eh. And Skip it. what other things has he been in? A I mean, lot. Uh, Castaway. I saw Castaway. Yeah. Okay. The terminal, I saw that. (laughs) How have you seen the terminal and not big? You disgust me. Leave. Ronnie's the host with me. The terminal. I don't think I've have I seen that one? I think I've seen that one. The only things I remember you saw it in the theater. I did. (laughs) You're ridiculous. (laughs) To be fair, I might have seen it with like um you know how you used to be able to buy discount movie tickets from Ralph's? 
No. Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> you know that niche thing then? <laughs> no. Not at all. But you can. I was terrified can. I was going to be the only one in the no, room no, no. who didn't so you know can, that. But no. But you can. And like you can only see movies that have already been out for two weeks. So I saw Terminal with one of those tickets. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. If that's how you want to live your life. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So um, the disease affects his work. He can barely tell stories. He can't write. He goes unshaven to meetings with producers, which would end in disaster. Hmm. Um, he couldn't think on his feet. A scriptwriter has to be able to think on his feet, which oh, so uh, true. Ch- Chuck couldn't do anymore. So producers would just go, we're sorry, Mr. Beaumont. We don't like the script. Um, he Ouch. dies in Woodland Hills. Do we find out? Oh, Gross. so he dies in Woodland Hills at the age of 38. His son, Christopher, later says 38. Mm-mm, too close for comfort. For I know me. he looked 95 and was, in fact, 95 by every calendar except for the one on your watch. Uh, his last oh, residence was near rude. was in nearby Valley Village. He survived by his wife, Helen, two sons, two daughters. One son, Greg, worked in sound on television, was nominated for a Grammy. Greg passed away from colon cancer at the age of 34. Ooh. The other son, Christopher, is a writer. So I wonder if he had... Are you giving had... us the children just because his life was so short, Brett? Okay. Yeah. I mean, he ran out of stuff to include. <laughs> He's like, I can't leave this on a really sad note, so I'll just say how the kids died. I want to <laughs> look up the adults. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to end it on a happy death. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right, let's read this. I want to know what episodes of the Twilight Zone he wrote. Now I'm gonna look that up after the show. <gasps> okay, Kelly has a very shocked look on her face. Mary sat. Well, we'll start. Okay. The beautiful people by Charles Beaumont. Mm. Mary sat quietly and watched the handsome man's legs blown off. Ugh. Watched further as the great ship began to crumple and break into small pieces in the middle of the blazing night. She fidgeted slightly as the men and the parts of the men came floating dreamily through the wreckage out into the awful silence. Wow. Okay. (laughs) And when the meteorite shower came upon the men, gouging holes through everything, tearing flesh and ripping bones, Mary closed her eyes. Mother, Mrs. Kuberola, sure, Mrs. Kuberola, glanced up from her magazine. Hmm? Do we have to wait much longer? I don't think so. Why? Mary said nothing but looked at the moving wall. Oh, that... Mrs. Kuberl laughed and shook her head. That tired old thing read a magazine. Oh, read a magazine, Mary, like I'm doing. We've all seen that a million times. What are they in the waiting room for hell? What's going on? I think so. Yeah, I was like, did I miss? Uh, no, did I miss no. something? No, no, no. no. I zone out for three like seconds. Every single episode, it takes us like a good minute to under like wrap our brain around where we even are in the story. Mm-hmm. I think this is in the future. Um, I, I was, first I thought Titanic. Mm-hmm. Then I thought future, and then I couldn't visualize anything because suddenly they seem like they're in a waiting room with magazines. Does it have to be on, Mother? Well, nobody seems to be watching. I don't think the doctor would mind if I switched it off. Oh, oh Waiting it. room. If you mm. got a wall and you got a magazine, you got a waiting room. Mm. Mrs. Kuberl rose from watching the couch. a movie. And walked to the wall. She depressed a little button, and the life went from the wall, flickering and glowing. So they've got like a... They've got like a projector projector situation (laughs) going on. Mm. I mean, Uh, I would assume, I mean, if he died in the 60s, then he probably wrote this. Before then. Yeah, before. You know, they had like good technology. There's no iPads then probably. No, no, no. I'm not sure though. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. Well, we're about to, they're going to sign in on iPads. You know what? I am going to quote you. No, damn it. They didn't have iPads in the 60s. -hmm. Wow. Is that the hill you want to die on? Yep. Okay. (laughs) Mary opened her eyes. Honestly, Mrs. Kuberl said to a woman sitting beside her, you think they'd try to get something else. We might as well go to the museum and watch the first landing on Mars. 
The Mayoraka disaster, really? The woman replied without distracting her eyes from the magazine page. It's the doctor's idea. Psychological. Mrs. Kuberl opened her mouth and moved her head up and down knowingly. Oh, I should have known there was some reason. Still, who watches it? She just like, she opened her mouth like a guppy and went, oh. (laughs) The children do. Makes them think, makes them grateful or something. He's Uh. showing this to children? Oh. He's a dentist. It's like, I think it's good for kids. Yeah. I just like to see a disaster. (laughs) This is what's happening in their mouth. Drill into their mouths. Yeah. Psychological. Mary picked up a magazine and leafed through the pages. All photographs of women and men, women like mother and like the others in the room, slender, tanned, shapely, beautiful women, and men with large muscles and shiny hair. Women and men all looking alike, all perfect and beautiful. She folded the magazine and wondered how to answer the questions that would be asked. This is for sure some Twilight Zone shit. Yeah, they're going to see if she's like a, what's it called, um, psychic or something. Or she, she's got a pig nose and that means she's ugly. Uh, no, that's just an episode of the Twilight Zone. Oh. It's also a movie. Is it? Yeah. Um, that. Uh, oh, Penelope. Yeah. I think that's oh, what yeah. yeah. I always oh, see I the, the, that. the cover of that with mm-hmm. uh, Christina Ricci. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah, bad. Christina Ricci. Yeah, I heard it's not bad. Movie. Yeah, you know. I've never seen that. I, I just saw, I was looking up uh, romantic comedies and mm-hmm. it came in. It's like, this is also a choice of a romantic comedy. <laughs> and I just watched the trailer and was like, hmm. <laughs> I can foresee you saying, I didn't dislike it. <laughs> <laughs> Mother, gracious, what is it now? Can't you sit still for a minute? But we've been here three hours. Mrs. Kuberl sniffed. I'm too beautiful to wait. Do do I really have to? Now, don't be silly, Mary. After those terrible things you told me, of course you do. Ooh. An olive-skinned woman in a transparent white uniform came into the reception room. Kuberl? Miss Zena Kuberl? Oh, future name. Oh, nice, mm-hmm. Zena. Yes? Doctor, we'll see you now. Mrs. Kuberl took Mary's hand and they walked behind the nurse down a long corridor. A man who seemed in his middle 20s looked up from a desk. Hmm, middle 20s. Middle 20s. Nice. It's hot. <laughs> he smiled and gestured towards the two hottest women. section of age. <laughs> yeah. Give me those mid 20s babies. He smiled and gestured towards two adjoining chairs. Well, well. Ew. <laughs> Dr. Hortel, I. The doctor snapped his fingers. Of course, I know. Your daughter. Ha ha! I certainly do know your trouble gets so many of them nowadays. Takes up most of my time. I don't know. I feel like that's not a crazy guess. <laughs> you do? Asked Mrs. Kuberl. Frankly, it begun to upset me. Upset? Mm, not good. Not good at all. Ah, uh, But then if people did not get upset, we psychiatrists would be out of a job, eh? Get the way of the early MD. That's why I plan never to cure you. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but I assure you, I need hear no more. He turned his handsome face to Mary. Little girl, how old are you? Eighteen, sir. <laughs> Mid-twenty. <laughs> uh, a real bit of impatience. It's just about time, of course. What might your name be? Mary. Charming and so unusual. Well, now, Mary, may I say mm. that I understand your problem. Understand it thoroughly. I get it. We're so far in the future yeah. that Mary isn't a common mm. name anymore. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. Can you imagine? What if? Oh, speculation. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Kuberl smiled and smoothed the sequins on her blouse. Madam, you have no idea how many there are these days. Sometimes it preys on their minds so that it affects them physically, even mentally, makes them act strange, say peculiar, unexpected things. One little girl I recall was so distraught she did nothing but brood all day long. Can you imagine? 
You're a psychiatrist. That's, that should be pretty standard. Also, that's like not that weird. No. Like being sad all day. I feel like I do that almost every day. <laughs> Welcome to 2018. <laughs> hey, give me a... Uh, what's a sequin oh, oh it's okay. like um so those little, little shiny things. right, right. Yeah. So, thinking, right? so she's wearing a fully sequined yeah, that's blouse. a lot about that's a lot oh. about the mom that yes. let me know yeah that's about true the mom. Yeah. okay she's like, wearing cat. yeah she's yeah. like i gotta bring my daughter to the shrink let me put on put on my best my evening best gown yeah. sequined gown <laughs> i mean but that's at the sequence on her blouse though oh blouse i'm sorry so, top yeah so you're wearing yeah. a sequin top that's weird like if it was like a dress you're like oh yeah. okay I so guess. she's busy yeah. she's like on her way from a gala mm-hmm. but the, with, just a blouse yeah, with the blouse that has a sequence on it and that's, i'm imagining a bunch yeah <laughs> i'm imagining a bunch i'm, gonna, I'm imagining it so much yeah <laughs> yeah like to I a degree stop that you would be surprised by yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's what Mary does. When she finally told me, doctor, I thought she had gone, you know, that a little sad in the brain. <laughs> I thought she was going to be a real drag of a daughter. That bad, eh? Afraid we'll have to start a re-education program. Uh-oh. Hmm. Very soon or they'll all be like this. I believe oh. I'll suggest it to the senator day after tomorrow. I don't quite understand. There's doctor. like a direct psychiatrist to senator line mm. in this future. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess psychiatrists are the most important doctor. In they the are. Future. Yeah, That's they are in the future. Mm-hmm. In the future. In the future. Simply, Mrs. Kubero, that the children have got to be thoroughly instructed. Thoroughly. Too much is taken for granted and childish minds somehow refuse to accept things without definite reason. Children have become far too intellectual which as i trust i needn't remind you is a dangerous thing yes but what does this have to do with with mary everything of course mary like half the stupid bitch (laughs) (laughs) you come into my office and act like a dumb Dumb bitch you stupid sequined cow (laughs) you fucking disco ball get the fuck out of here Mary, like half the 16, 17, and 18-year-olds today, has begun to feel acutely self-conscious. She feels like her body has developed sufficiently for the transformation, which, of course, it has not, not quite yet. And she cannot understand the complex reasons that compel her to wait until some future date. Mary looks at you, at the women all about her, at the pictures, and then she looks into the mirror. From pure perfection of body, face, limbs, pigmentation, carriage, stance, from mm, Simon Pure Perfection. I don't know. If I may be allowed the expression, she sees herself and is horrified. Isn't that <laughs> so, my dear child? Of course, of course. She asks herself, why must I be hideous? Unbalanced, oversized, undersized, full of revolting skin eruptions, badly schemed organically. I this all tracks for adolescence, yeah. In short, Mary is tired of being a monster and is overly anxious to achieve what almost everybody else has already achieved. But, said Mrs. Kuberl, this much you understand, doubtless. Now, Mary, what you object to is that our society offers you and others like you no convincing logic on the side of waiting until age 19. It's all taken for granted. And you want to know why? It is that simple. A non-technical explanation will not suffice. Mercy, no! The modern child wants facts. Solid. <laughs> Which psychiatry absolutely deals in. <laughs> Like everything is figured out. It's all about an exact science where we know everything. Solid technical data to satisfy her every question. And that, as you can both see, will take a good deal of reorganizing. 
But this sounds great. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I want an answer here's, to everything. Here's what I think. I yes. think that they are allowed to like get like suit like a lot of plastic surgery all over their whole bodies once oh, they turn yeah. 19 and For she's sure. like why can't it happen now i want it now i'm an adult but said mary the child is upset nervous tense she acts strange peculiar odd worries you makes herself ill because it is beyond our meager powers to put it across i tell you what we need is a whole new basis for learning and that will take doing. It will take doing, Mrs. Kuberl. Now, don't you worry about Mary and don't you worry, child. I'll prescribe some pills. And I don't know what it is, but I feel like this guy is about to break into song with a makeover. Mm-hmm. Like old movie musical, like coming mm-hmm. in with like dummies wearing dresses on them. And- yes. Yes. And there's gonna be like a full montage of like her like trying on all the dresses, but it's gonna be like a swipe edits every time Mm -hmm. i mean well if we're having fun with this yeah then i imagine him coming in like uh what's the uh the guy from rocky horror picture (laughs) like the main oh that's that's more fun yeah yeah that dude like i imagine him in that vein Yes. I mean, if we're having fun i want to switch mine i want to switch mine is it too late is it too late i love that okay so this is what's happening that's what's happening we're all agreed yeah tim curry is just Living it up in some fishnets. No, no, doctor, you're all mixed up, cried Mrs. Kuberl. I beg your pardon, ma'am. What I mean is you've got it wrong. Tell him, Mary. Tell the doctor what you told me. Mary shifted uneasily in the chair. I don't want to be beautiful. <gasps> no. I knew it. It's that. You know how I don't we're talking about it. story structure? <laughs> <laughs> the doctor's well-proportioned jaw dropped. Uh, would you please repeat that? Uh, excuse me? I said I don't want the transformation. Don't want it? You see? She told me that's why I came to you. The doctor looked at Mary suspiciously. If you had let me speak for one fucking second, we could have avoided you talking for three pages. Wait, is the doc, is, is, is the, the specificity of the doctor? the doctor's what do you say well-proportioned jaws is that what it was mm-hmm. like the specificity <laughs> to show like so this doctor is beautiful yeah so her saying that she has one to be beautiful yeah. is like an affront to him and her his beauty. Yeah, yeah. okay her you are rejecting nine. everything our society is about okay which i can relate to because i got jaw surgery so that i'd be prettier mm-hmm. 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 and you mm-hmm. to make everybody tell you that every time we see uh-huh. you yeah yeah tell how me how pretty I, I am now tell me i'm pretty Tell me how ugly I was and how pretty I am now. Yeah, that, and that's the funny part because I yeah. was like, "Uh, well, you, I don't really want to get into the the breaking no, down." No, no, of the, break of it the down. Part. But I definitely want to know which things about me that were then and aren't now are your favorite. Okay, and that's yeah. how I phrase it, which and, like, is a very you, and normal. And then you give someone like a pen and you're like, circle the parts on my yeah. face that you think like look better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, then, like, what percentage yeah. better are they? You yeah. show you old pictures, but like, let me jog your memory first of what I used to look like. Yeah. yeah. Before, mm-hmm. like, then now, yeah. look at this. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, this is a bad one, right? Better, like, right? Uh, I guess it's fine. No. Idiots. <laughs> better. Yeah. Uh, uh, the doctor looked at Mary suspiciously. <laughs> but that's impossible. I've never heard of such a thing. Little girl, you're playing a joke. <laughs> Mary nodded negatively. Huh? Uh, I think you meant to say shake her head. I guess that's what they called it in the See, 60s. doctor? What can it be? Mrs. Kubel rose and began to pace. The doctor clucked his tongue and took from a small cupboard a black box covered with buttons and dials and wire. Cluck, cluck, cluck. <laughs> he was like... Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> um, oh, no. You don't think... 
I mean, could it? We shall soon see. Could it be? Is it she? <laughs> the doctor revolved a number of dials and studied the single bulb in the center of the box. It was all a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> this seems like a fake fucking machine. <laughs> Press the pretty button. <laughs> it did not flicker. He removed handles from Mary's head. Handles? Yeah, I guess he made her look okay. like Mrs. Potts. <laughs> Dear me, the doctor said, dear me, your daughter's perfectly sane, Mrs. Kubera. <laughs> the box tells us. <clears throat> well, then what is it? Perhaps she's lying. We haven't completely eliminated that factor as yet. It slips into certain organisms. <laughs> oh. More tests, more machines, more negative results. Mary pushed her foot in a circle on the floor. When the doctor put his hands to her shoulders, she looked up pleasantly. Little girl, said the handsome man. Do you actually mean to tell us that you prefer that body you know what this is the plot of penelope mm. yeah it is yeah. yeah oh oh nice good to know yes sir just thought i'd ruin the movie penelope for everyone spoiler I mean, it just makes me want to go like if i look um on in wikipedia about penelope to see like if this story is inspired by her. <laughs> yeah. yeah inspired by a uh, uh, story by charles, charles Beaumont short thing by yeah. by charles leroy nut yeah. oh yeah <laughs> mr nut mr c l nut <laughs> Ma- uh. this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe dive into the western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from prada you can shop for everything on your agenda whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, sir. May I ask why? I like it. It's hard to explain, but it's me and it's what I like. Not the looks, maybe, but the me. You can look in the mirror and see yourself, then look at... Well, you see looks. <laughs> then look at, well, your mother and be content? Yes, sir. Mary thought of her reasons. Fuzzy, vague, but very definitely there. You do realize you'll be less fuckable, right? <laughs> to society at large. <laughs> Maybe she had said the reason. No, only a part of it. Mrs. Burrell, the doctor said, I suggest that your husband have a long talk with Mary. My husband is dead. That affair near Ganymede, I believe, something this like that. explains everything. Without a strong father figure to shame her about her looks. Oh, splendid. Rocket man, eh? Very interesting organisms. Something always seems to happen to rocket men in one way or another. But I suppose we should do something. The doctor scratched his jaw. When did she first start talking this way? He asked. Oh, for quite some time. I used to think it was because she was such a baby. But lately, the time getting so close and all, I thought I'd better see you. Of course, yes, very wise. Uh, Does she also do odd things? Well, I found her on the second level one night. She was lying on the floor, and when I asked her what she was doing, she said she was trying to sleep. Mary flinched. What? (laughs) 
<laughs> she was sorry in a way that Mother had found that out. Do, did you say sleep? That's right. Oh, they don't sleep in the future. No, where could she have picked that up? Yeah. No idea. Mary, don't you know that nobody sleeps anymore? That we have an infinitely greater lifespan than our poor ancestors now that the wasteful state of unconsciousness has been conquered? Child, have you actually slept? What, have you been reading books? (laughs) No one knows how anymore. No, sir, but I almost did. The doctor sighed. But it's unheard of! How could you begin to try to do something that people have forgotten entirely about? (laughs) The The way it was described in the book, it sounded nice, Mm -hmm. that's all. Mary was feeling very uncomfortable now. Home and no talking man in a foolish white gown. Book? Book? (laughs) Are there (laughs) books at your unit, madam? There could be. I haven't cleaned up in a while. That is certainly peculiar. I haven't seen a book for years. We all know books grow if you don't clean your house (laughs) enough. Not since 17. Mary began to fidget and stare nervously about. But with the tapes... Why should you try and read books? Where did you get them? It's a real, like, science fiction in the 50s and 60s was so fucking simple. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, in the future, people don't read anymore. I mean, I think they still, like, I mean, I think people still hold on to those tropes now. I mean, isn't that like like a a huge pie point in a movie, uh, uh, Equilibrium? Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Never saw Equilibrium. Yep. It was like, it, it 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 was like The Matrix. I, that's what it was billed at when it was like a, it was like a movie that came out after the matrix but it really was wanted like, to be hey man oh, like yeah. it's this movie it's, i mean it's better than the matrix Wait, that's equilibrium <laughs> wasn't this the one where he like he like jump he does a lot of flips with guns does he do that uh, christian, uh, christian bale does that a lot oh i think you're thinking of the matrix yeah. no, <laughs> no no i think you're thinking not, of the actual matrix. not slow-mo backwards flipping ones it's like he's like Turning and he's got both of his arms out and he like kind of like spins like a top with with his guns. I think maybe I, mean, I have seen I, it. I, I mean, I have seen it too. It's been a while. Uh, I mean, that seems like it. That's yeah, it's it's like, that movie's alley. You stopped okay. taking your pill that yeah. keeps you from feeling. <laughs> what? <laughs> also, to yeah. validate you, I mean, I think there's a couple different movies that have people with their gun out. That's doing true. Spin yeah. shoot, That's true. Spin gun shoot. It's a so. popular move <laughs> yeah. to like. Have your arms straight out with guns and then like... I mean, because it's very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm yeah. writing a movie you right know now what? and that's the only reason I'm writing it. And you know what? Actually, I think that's from The Matrix now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like where he goes into the bank, right? And he like does like spins like oh, with the, the guns. Oh, it's the one where um, Tom Hanks, he picks up a gun <laughs> and then it turns him into a grown man. And then it's he jumps into a volcano. There's it's, a very it's weird not, it relationship. Is, it's not The Matrix. Just the one... Where I can't remember the actor's name, but mm-hmm. uh, he's from uh, he's from that movie, uh, uh, Point Break. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. from like Bill really and slow. Ted. He's from Bill and yes, Ted. Bill and Ted. I can't <laughs> remember his it's name. not. It's not. But it's it's, it's not, not the Matrix. The Matrix. Yes. It's um. Okay, so you know. Okay, so he, cool guy. Mm-hmm. He wears he's, like a trench coat. He's like black, but he's not that black guy. He's mm-hmm. like that other black guy uh-huh. that's in nineties okay. movies. Oh, yeah, okay, but okay. it's not the Matrix. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Got it. Lawrence Fishface, I think. His name mm. is. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I know him. Yeah. 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 Definitely but, not the but not it's not the Matrix, though. Yeah. yeah. It's not the Matrix. Not the Matrix. We're all asleep and robots control us, but it's not the Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> robots control us. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. okay. Is that what yeah. it is? Okay. Uh, don't they like eat us? Like they eat our bodies as batteries or something? Well, they what? don't eat us. They use our bodies as as batteries. batteries. That's right. Do they, you think that people eat batteries, Kelly? Mm-hmm cool i mean he's supposed to throw batteries i mean i do it every day and look at me now 
Um, you know what? If you'd seen the movie Big, you, you wouldn't be like this. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be like this. I, I think you'd be a different person. Yeah, I'd be more humble. Yeah, I would be nicer. So yeah, humble. I'd be more introspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd have more friends. <laughs> Where did you get them? Daddy did. He got them from his father, and so did Grandpa. He said they're better than the tapes, and he was right. Mrs. Kuberl flushed. <laughs> this story's so stupid. I mean, before hold on, before we uh-huh, before we uh-huh, before we judge, uh-huh. just want to say okay. I want to say, right? Yeah. I mean, defend, there's a lot defend. of bullet, there's a lot of points in here uh, from Mr. Charles Beaumont. I mean, <laughs> the name of the book is The Beautiful People. Yep. And he talks about a rocket man. Yeah. I mean, mm. clearly, oh. as he said, this is the plot of uh, Penelope. True. Yeah. I feel like Charles Beaumont's been inspiring a lot of people. Yeah, he That's was true. A lot, think... got, a lot of people got yeah. a, lot of, uh, a lot of props to give to Charles Beaumont yeah. that they're not doing. Yeah. And a lot of songs. Mm-hmm. Well, because this was like, yeah. you know, like uh, Rocket Man, Rocket Men, they're such like interesting creatures, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I think a certain Sir Elton John maybe like a certain read flamboyant this. piano player. Mm-hmm. Not Elton John though. Mm-hmm. No, oh, but not he a, like he's not wearing one. like really big sunglasses and like yeah 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 um, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, hold um, me closer, tiny something. Yeah, yeah. Um, tiny rocket man. Yeah, yeah, known for wearing a duck suit. <laughs> yeah, but it's not Elton John. It's not Elton John. I forgot about that. I forgot like, about that. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, full Donald Duck suit. I went. To, I went to go see like uh, I went to see. Um, uh, a Star is Born today, mm. uh, earlier, and when they were doing the cry? trailer parts, I did not. I know people said they were gonna cry. I did not cry, but I can see why people cried. Okay, uh, I didn't cry because I'm very tough. But like, yeah, um, and you've never yeah. cried. Uh, no, I I cry, but only when I wake up out of my sleep. <laughs> um, um, but like, but there is a trailer, and apparently, I guess he has a like a a biopic coming out uh, next oh, summer. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, and it's Nelson? one of those where it's like, yeah, I'm John, oh. I'm John biopic. Didn't get that trailer when I saw *Stars Born*. Yeah, well, I got but it. But I saw it in San Diego. Yeah, maybe it's in LA. Specific. They're interested in very different movies down mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like a lot of the trailers that were in this were very kind of like I don't want to say uplifting, but very like grounded esque trailer. It wasn't yeah. like, a lot, it wasn't like, oh, these isn't, this isn't yeah. the fluff trailer crowd. This is like yeah. a, more like, huh? Like close to the chest, like we're going to, here's close some stuff. Closer to chest. <laughs> <laughs> I heard closer to chest. Um, that also makes sense because uh, musician. Musician. Mm-hmm. Music. Mm-hmm. Music. <sighs> Rocket man. Beautiful people. Charles Beaumont. That gets us back to the story. Hey guys, Kelly here. We're going to take a quick break from the show to talk to you about one of our sponsors, Lola. What is Lola? It's a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. Did you know the FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products? So most of them don't do that. Lola offers complete transparency about the ingredients found in their tampons, pads, liners, and wipes. So that way, you know exactly what is going on and going in to your vagina. And I'm sure you guys know this struggle. You're walking around the mall and all of a sudden you're like, oh, dang, I have no feminine products and the river is flowing. Do not worry. Lola has your back. You're no longer going to be stranded without tamps or pads. Their subscription is fully customizable. It comes right to your door, however frequently you want it delivered. You can choose your mix of products, mix of absorbency, number of boxes, and frequency of delivery. Lola's subscription is super flexible. You can change, skip, or cancel your subscription at any time. And you know what, guys? Do good with your purchase. For every purchase, Lola donates feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. I personally love this product. They deliver right to my door. The box is cute. The little 
wrappers for the tamps are cute. It's personalized for the right variety of my needs. I also love knowing that they're 100% organic cotton and the BPA-free tampon applicators are going right in my body without me worrying, oh gosh, I'm putting mysteries in my body. I'm not worrying that at all. I really love the convenience of Lola, and you guys will too. So let's hit you guys up with some sweet discounts. For 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter promo code PUBLIC when you subscribe. Again, that's 40% off all subscriptions. Visit mylola.com and enter promo code PUBLIC when you subscribe. And now, back to the show. My husband was a little strange, Dr. Hortel. He kept those things despite everything I said. Dear me, I... Excuse me. The muscular, black-haired doctor walked to another cabinet. Oh, now we know he has black hair. And he's muscular. And now we know that Charles Beaumont really has a thing for this doctor. Yeah. (laughs) He's only been describing the doctor. And he gets more and more, like, in-depth with everything. Yeah, and hotter and hotter. And we only know that that the mom is hot from the doctor saying it. It's, like, literally, like, everything is through the lens of the doctor. Yeah. He is really into this doctor. Yeah, yeah that's true. He's it's like probably... he's like the doctor named Charles Beaumont. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be the surprise of the year. And it was I. <laughs> Walked to another cabinet and selected from the shelf a bottle. From the bottle, he took two large pills and swallowed them. Oh, he okay. He's like, huh, what surprising. A I thought he was gonna give them to her, but no. Sleep books doesn't want the transformation, Mrs. Cuber. My. Dear good woman, this is grave. Why is he panicking so much? Because this is the future. Where <laughs> In the future, it's we like, panic. It's like divergent. You can only be one of four things. Don't mm-hmm. you think that my top looks like I would be in divergent? I haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen it either, but people told me it looks like it. And I wanted confirmation. <laughs> I just what wanted someone question? to. I just wanted someone to say that I have a futuristic outfit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's truly funny was how happy you were to be like. Doesn't my top look like a like a computer? In like a dystopian so like, Doesn't yes. Listen, I gotta get the little things where I can. Look, I was sick this week. I was sick this week. Doesn't want the transformation. I would appreciate it if you would change psychiatrists. Oh. I am very busy, and uh, this is somewhat specialized. I suggest Central Dome. Many fine doctors there. Goodbye. <gasps> oh, the handsome doctor is leaving the story. Oh, no. Oh, man. No. Should we continue? It's the only mm, reason why I like this story. I mean, if I know Charles, he'll find some way to still talk about it. Classic Charles. <laughs> Classic there Charles. might be an even handsomer doctor Ooh. at Central Dome. Mm. The doctor turned and sat down in a large chair and folded his hands. Mary watched him and wondered why the simple statements should have so changed things, but the doctor did not move from the chair. Well, said Mrs. Cuberrell, and walked quickly from the room. The man's legs were being blown off again as they left the reception room. Mary considered the reflection in the mirrored wall. She sat on the floor and looked at different angles of herself, profile, full face, full length, naked, clothed. Then she took up the magazine and studied it. She sighed. Mirror, mirror on the wall. The words came haltingly to her mind. Oh, excuse me. I'll take that again. Mirror. Mirror. (laughs) On the... Well, haltingly (laughs) to her mind and from her lips. She hadn't read them, she recalled. Daddy had said them, quoted them, as he put it. But they, too, were lines from a book. Who is the fairest of... A picture of mother sat upon the dresser, and Mary considered this now. Looked for a long time at the slender, feminine neck. 
the golden skin. Oh, now we're into the mom. Mm-hmm. Smooth mm. and without blemish, without wrinkles and without age. The dark brown eyes and the thin tapers of eyebrows. The long black lashes set evenly so that each half of the face corresponded precisely. The half-parted mouth, a violet tint against the gold. The white, white teeth, even, sparkling. Mother. Beautiful, transformed mother. And back again to the mirror. Of them all. The image of a rather chubby girl, rude, without lines or <clears throat> rhythm or grace, without perfection, splotchy skin full of little holes, puffs in the cheeks, red eruptions on the forehead, perspiration, shapeless hair flowing onto shapeless shoulders down a shapeless body. Was she like a little brick? <laughs> Dude, this is like, she's a white, puffy little brick. Yeah, she's like a white, puffy little, like, acne-covered brick. <laughs> So many shapeless things. <laughs> this uh, sack of flour stared at herself in the mirror. I mean, Jesus Christ, Charles. You could be like, this dude could be like a, a roast comic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you write for Jeff Ross there, Charles Beaumont? Oh. <laughs> now Beaumont's getting roasted by Ronnie. Yeah, I mean, hey, I mean hey. look, no one describes an ugly kid like Charles Beaumont. <laughs> Best in the game. <laughs> like all of them before their transformation. Did they all look like this before? Did mother even? Mary thought hard, trying to remember exactly what daddy and grandpa had said, why they said the transformation was a bad thing, and why she believed and agreed with them so strongly. It made little sense, but they were right. They were right, and one day she would understand completely. Mrs. Mrs. Q. Barrel slammed the door angrily, and Mary jumped to her feet. She hadn't forgotten about it. The way you upset Dr. Hortel. He won't even see me anymore, and we were having sex. And these dramas are getting horrible. Wait, no, what? That was that was. Oh, dang, I believed it. That was a Lindsay ad. That was. I should have made it more good. screen, so so it was obvious. Here, mm-hmm. I'll take it again. <laughs> the way you upset Doctor Hortel, he won't even see me anymore. And we were fucking. And these dramas, <laughs> are getting horrible. I'll have to get that awful Doctor Wagoner. Sorry, Mrs. Cuberrell sat on the couch and crossed her legs carefully. What in the world were you doing on the floor? Trying to sleep. Now I won't hear of it. You've got to stop it. You know you're not insane. Why should you do such a silly thing? The books. And Daddy told me about it. And you mustn't read those terrible things. Why? Is there a law against them? Well, no, but people tired of books when the tapes came in. You know that. We're really repetitive here, Boma. I know. The house is full of tapes. Anything you want. Mary stuck out her lower lip. They're no fun. All about the wars and the colonizations. And I suppose books are fun. Yes, they are. And that's where you got this idiotic notion that you don't want their transformation, isn't it? Of course it is. Well, we'll see to that. Mrs. Q. Barrel rose quickly and took the books from the corner and from the closet and filled her arms with them. She looked everywhere in the room and gathered the old rotten volumes. These she carried from the room and threw into the elevator. A button guided the door shut. I thought you'd do that, Mary said. That's why I hid most of the good ones, where you'll never find them. Why would you tell her that? She shouldn't say that. Don't tell her that. She should, she should, be, she should be like, you threw away all of them. Wow. No, every book I had. Yeah. The best ones. Mrs. Q. Barrel put a satin handkerchief to her eyes and began to weep. Just look at you. Look, I don't know what I ever did to deserve this. Deserve what, mother? What am I doing that's so wrong? Mary's mind rippled in a confused stream. I guess her mind is shapeless, too, because she had dumped him. <laughs> what? Mrs. Q. Barrel screamed. What? Do you think I want people to point? 
to you and say I'm the mother of an idiot. That's what they'll <laughs> say. You'll see. Or she looked up, hopefully, have you changed your mind? No. The vague reasons longing to be put into words. It doesn't hurt. They just take off a little skin and put some on and give you pills and electronic treatments and things like that. It doesn't take more than a week. That's a long time, lady. That is a pretty long time for the entire, like for a procedure to be a week long. They're like ripping her skin off and putting other skin on, apparently. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, she needs it. (laughs) She has holes and blotches and fat cheeks and no shape and And (laughs) little hair. She stinks. I mean, what else? Do it, Mary. (laughs) Jeez Louise. No. The reason. Don't you want to be beautiful like other people like me? Look at your friend Shayla. She's getting her transformation next month. And she's almost pretty now. Mother, I don't. Why, she's got one whole shape to her. Yeah. Mother, I mean, Shayla is a nice name. Yeah. Shayla is a nice it's name. It's pretty. Yeah, it's a pretty name. I bet yeah. you Shayla. Pretty name for an almost pretty girl. Mm-hmm. Mother, I don't care. If it's the bones you're worried about, well, that doesn't hurt. They give you a shot, and when you wake up, everything's molded right. Everything to suit the personality. I don't Ow. care. I don't care. But why? Oh, no. I like me the way I am. Almost. Almost exactly. But not quite. Part of it, however. Part of what Daddy and Grandpa meant but you're so ugly, dear. Ah, yes, mom. She's so mean. Like Dr. Hortel said. And Mr. Wilms at the factory. He told some people he thought you were the ugliest girl he'd ever seen. What? Says he'll be thankful when you have your transformation. They're writing about it in the newspaper. <laughs> paper after paper about how you're the ugliest one. <laughs> you're just, you're not even round. That would be a shame. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a lump. Some kind of lump. And what if he hears of all this? What'll happen then? Who's the he in this? The uh Mr. Wilms the factory at the factory. I don't know what that? the I don't know what the factory is. I assume the transformation factory. Mm. Mm. You're probably right. Daddy said I was beautiful. Well, really, dear, you do have eyes. Dude, ouch, man. Yeah, she is not holding back. Daddy said that real beauty is only skin deep. He said a lot of things like that. And when I read the books, I felt the same way. I guess I don't want to look like everybody else. That's all. No, that's not it. Not it. Not at all it. Well, why does he keep fucking with us? I know. Just have her say what it is then. We don't even know. We're in her head. That man had too much to do with you. You'll notice that he has hid. You'll notice that he had his transformation, though. But he was sorry. He told me that if he had to do it over again, he'd never do it. He said for me to be stronger than he was. Well, I won't have it. You're not going to get away with this, young lady. <laughs> After all, I am your mother. A bulb flickered in the bathroom, and Mrs. Cubarrel walked uncertainly to the cabinet. She took out a little cardboard box. Time for lunch. Mary uh, nodded. That was another from thing. From the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Toilet lunch. <laughs> in the future, we eat our lunch in the toilet. It goes right through. We eat it and then we have to yeah. take a poop. It's very fast. It's almost instant. Yeah, almost so instant. efficient. Very That's probably nodded. what they're obsessed with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we Efficiency. Mm-hmm. Very nodded. That was another thing the books talked about, <gasps> which the tapes did not. Lunch seemed to be something special long ago, or at least different. 
The books talked of strange ways of putting a load of things into the mouth. <laughs> Give me a big load of things to put in my mouth. Hi, right, Charles is having a little fun. Right, yeah, Charles yeah, is doing yeah, yeah. He's having a he's good like, time. Here's, here's a little one for mom yeah. and dad. He's forgetting about his mom torturing him. <laughs> putting a load of things into the mouth and chewing these things. Enjoying them. Strange. Somehow wonderful. And you'd better get ready for work. Yes, mother. The office was quiet and without shadows. The walls gave off a steady luminescence, distributed the light evenly upon all the desks and tables, and it was neither hot nor cold. Mary held the ruler firmly and allowed the pen to travel down the metal edge effortlessly. The new black lines were small and accurate. She tipped her head, compared the notes beside her to the plan she was working on. She noticed the beautiful people looking at her more furtively than before, and she wondered about this as she made her lines. A tall man rose from his desk in the rear of the office and walked down the aisle to Mary's table. He surveyed her work, allowing his eyes to travel cautiously. Sorry, where from is her. she? She's at work. Oh, it's sorry. the line factory <laughs> where they make lines. Okay. Mm. I wasn't sure what she was doing. <laughs> Keep up. Mary looked around. Nice job, said the man. Thank you, Mr. Wilms. Oh, it's the guy who thinks she's hideous. Oh, this is from the factory. This, oh. Uh-huh. Dang, her boss is calling her mom to tell her that she, tell her that she's ugly. <laughs> I'm just calling again to inform you that your daughter was still just as ugly That's today. Your daughter, great, great worker, but oh yeah. my gosh, not a looker at, not a looker Wolf. that one. <laughs> she was Wolf. ugling up the factory all day. <laughs> Draylich shouldn't have anything to complain about. That crane should hold the whole damn city. Oh, she's an architect. Oh, interesting. It's very good alloy, sir. Ugly architect. Yeah. Say, Katie, you got a minute? The ugliest architect. A children's book. We know book. all art- architects are hot. Have you ever seen every architect? Oh, my They're God. All They're the, all hot. The, oh, my sister's an architect. The strong jaw. She's very pretty. That's true. See? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. See? That's all we need. If there's One. two things, that forms a pattern. Yeah. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. Frank Lloyd Wright. So hot. Classic. Yeah. So hot. And then his son. Roman nose. Also hot. Mm-hmm. Super, no. super hot. Yeah. The hottest. Yeah. It's a very good alloy, sir. Yeah, say, kid, you got a minute? Yes, sir. Let's go into Mullison's office. Oh, he's going to talk to her about how she's too ugly. <laughs> the big, handsome man led the nice. way into a small cubbyhole of a room. He motioned to a chair and sat on the edge of one desk. Kid, I was never one to beat around the bush. Somebody called in a little while ago, gave me some crazy story about you not wanting the transformation. You're fired. <gasps> Just kidding. Oh, I bet it will I happen. I bet it's going to happen. He's Mary like, said, Get it or you'll be fired. Oh, daddy had said it would have to happen someday. This must be what he meant. I would have told them they were way off the beam, but I wanted to talk to you first. Get it straight. Well, sir, it's true. I don't. I want to stay this way. The man looked at Mary and then coughed embarrassedly. What the hell? <laughs> Excuse me, kid, but I don't exactly get it. You, uh, you saw the psychiatrist. Yes, sir. I'm not insane. Dr. Hortel can tell you. That, I didn't mean anything that like that. Fake box didn't do anything. <laughs> the fake box with the big button didn't go off, so I'm staying. <laughs> if you try. Also, it's like it's it's cracking me up because like every you're reading everyone else so aggressive, and then her so sweet. <laughs> She's so, so sweet. sweet. For all we know, she could be like, I don't fucking want it. <laughs> I'll read this last page. Like she, uh, where her voice sounds is. Ugly as her face looks. Yeah. I didn't mean anything like that. Well, the man laughed nervously. (laughs) 
I don't know what to say. You're still a cub, but you do swell work. Lots of good results. Lots of comments from the stations, but Mr. Poole won't like it. I know. <laughs> I know what you mean, Mr. Wells. But I think you changed my mind. She sounds like a like a gelatinous. Like, <laughs> she is. She's gelatinous. She, she just sounds like shape. a fucking mucinex guy. <laughs> I'm moving out. I'm going to pick him. She's so funny. I live, in, I live in your lungs. Yeah. You'll never get rid of me. She's melting right in front of her boss. Yeah. But you'll get old before you're half through life. Yes, she would. Old like the elders, wrinkled and brittle, unable to move right. Old. It's hard to make you understand, but I don't see why it should make any difference. Don't go getting me wrong now. It's not me, but, you know, I don't own Interplan. I just work here. Mr. Poole likes things running smooth, and it's my job to carry it out. And as soon as everybody finds out, things wouldn't run smooth. There'll be a big stink. The dames will start asking questions and talk. Will you accept my resignation, Mr. Wells? <laughs> she touched his face, and it left a slime mark. <laughs> <laughs> he embarrassedly wiped it on his trousers. His handsome, handsome trousers. <laughs> Sure you won't change your mind? No, sir. I decided that a long time ago. Now Can she's I... like a hoggle. Yeah. She sounds like Crane from uh, Teeny Mutant Ninja Turtles, the, <laughs> the brain in the dude's stomach. That's what she sounds like. And I'm sorry now that I told Mother or anyone else. No, sir, I won't change my mind. Well, I'm sorry, Mary. You've been doing awful swell work. <laughs> Ronnie's making me laugh. <laughs> Couple of years, you should be central on one of the asteroids the way you've been working. But if you should change your mind, there will always be a job for you here. Thank you, sir. No hard feelings? No hard feelings. <laughs> she drifted down the hall and <laughs> slid into a drain. <laughs> Just a pair of eyes and nose and a mouth <laughs> and a big puddle. <laughs> she looks Just like sleeping residue. <laughs> Things go through her. Mm. Okay, then. You've got till March. And between you and me, I hope by then you've decided the other way. Mary walked back down the aisle, past the rows of desks, past the men and women, the handsome model men, and the beautiful, perfect women. Mm. Perfect. All perfect. All looking alike, looking exactly alike. She sat down again and took up her ruler and pen, which I'm surprised she could do because she has no hands. She's, 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 she's a blob. She's goo. What do you want? Mm -hmm. Well, you just stick the end <laughs> of the goo. pencil what in. What do you want? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you seen that commercial or the billboards that are like, take time to be a dad today? And it's yeah. like two blobs and like one of the blobs has a baseball bat inside and he's a dad. And then one of the blobs is a little kid and he has a, a baseball inside of him. Have you seen those? No. no. Uh, south side of Los Feliz Boulevard. Um, if you're ever stuck in traffic on that endless sprawl. And yet you haven't seen Big. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, you know what? I save room in my brain. I for see the terminal. I see, I see posters. <laughs> <laughs> I see PSA posters on yeah. buses. I've seen the terminal. I've seen Larry Crown all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Mary stepped into the elevator and descended several hundred feet. At the second level, she pressed a button and the elevator stopped. The doors opened with another button. Uh, yeah, we get how elevators work. And the doors to her unit with still another. 
Mrs. Q. Barrel sat on the floor by the TV. It's T-V. Oh, nice. Disconsolate. Is that how you'd say mm-hmm. that? Cool. And red-eyed. Her blonde hair had come slightly askew and a few strands hung over her forehead. <gasps> Wait, I thought she had brown hair. This is a mom? Brown eyes. She has brown eyes. I'm so sorry. Okay. Wow. I can't believe you can't keep her beautiful form in your head. I know. I mean, it's just the natural standard of true beauty. Everyone yeah. knows it's blonde, blonde hair, hair, brown, brown eyes. eyes. <laughs> and teeth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unblemished skin, no yes. wrinkles, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. You don't need to tell me. No one will hire you. Mary sat beside her mother. If you only hadn't told Mr. Wills in the first place. Uh-oh. Ronnie's turn. Ronnie's turn. <laughs> All right, is it is it too late to uh to admit that I am grossly illiterate? <laughs> That's what everyone says. Moment. It would bring yeah. you into like yeah, literally like every other guest. The last 5 weeks has just been people going, "Are you are you sure you want to have me on the show? Yeah. And they're like, are you sure you want me to read out loud? Because uh, no, Mike I'm came on and he I'm was like, pretty uh, good at it. I'm actually pretty good at reading. I'm a very good reader. Cool. Um, I will not be reading Mary like Lindsay was because that was disgusting. Hey, that, that was, was your disgusting. suggestion. <laughs> and it made me want to give you a cough And drop. you were dead right. You were dead right, Ronnie. Uh, anyway. Choose your own disgusting voice. Yeah. However, it's your mm-hmm. it's your performance. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll see. I'll see how, we'll see how it winds down, how I feel about uh, Mary as it goes. <laughs> along <clears throat> all right i am starting now <clears throat> good one you're gonna do great <laughs> <laughs> well i thought he could beat a little sense into you whoa the okay wow. all right out the gates Took a turn. out the gates oh <laughs> the sounds from the tv grew louder miss q Burrell changed channels and finally turned it off what did you do what did you what did you do today to my <laughs> what <laughs> guess i was wrong i guess i was wrong <laughs> <laughs> that was an interesting choice for Mary. It was. It yeah. truly was. Yeah. It was. Um, it's way too fast for her words. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What did you do today, Mother? Mary smiled. <laughs> do? What can I do now? Nobody will even come over. I told you what would happen. <gasps> Mother, they say you should be in the circuses. Wow. Well, of which there are four. <laughs> <laughs> Mary went into the went to another room. Miss Cuberro followed. How are we going to live? Where does the money come from now? Just because you're stubborn on this crazy idea, crazy, 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 can I support <laughs> both of us? They'll be firing me next. Oh, because wow. of her ugly daughter. Yeah. It's like we we can see in your mind the picture of the ugly daughter you have there. <laughs> Why is this happening? Because of you. That's why. <gasps> Nobody else on this planet has ever refused the transformation. But your turn in, but you turn it down. You want to be ugly. Oh, shit. That's mean, but also true. But also no meaner than anything else anyone <laughs> has said to her this whole story. I don't know. I mean, I still think uh, Dr. Hortel's whole diatribe was the, or no, I'm sorry. His description of her was still the worst. <laughs> oh, yeah. When he, called, when he said that she looks like a monster. <laughs> Because of you, that's why. Nobody else on this planet has ever... Nope, we already read that. Da, 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 da. Mary put her arms around... Uh, arms ab- <laughs> I promise we you. We love having I'm you here. Very no, good. No, no, you're doing really good. Very you're doing good. so good. So good. I graduated and went so. to college for two years. Ooh. <clears throat> so fancy. I believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe it. Mary put her arms about her mother's shoulders. I wish I could explain. I've tried so hard to. It isn't that I want to bother anyone or that daddy wanted me to. I just don't want the transformation. 
Is this going to be every conversation with like no kind of forward Literally momentum? Literally every of like, person she encounters. <laughs> why won't you do it? I just don't want it. But why? I, I know the reason, daddy, but I'm not going to say. Daddy, daddy. She doesn't want it. She doesn't want it. Miss Cabrera reached into the pockets of her blouse and got a purple pill. She swallowed the pill. Oh, nice. When the letter dropped from the chute, Miss Cabrera ran to, the, to snatch it up. She read it once silently, then smiled. Oh, I was afraid they wouldn't answer. But we'll see about this now. She gave the letter to Mary. Oh, it's like an email. Mm-hmm. It's address. Um, uh, and here's the address and everything. Mrs. <laughs> Zena Q. Burrow, unit four, uh, 451D, levels 2 and 3. Oh, nice. Multi-level. Dear Madam, in, I'm assuming it means regards of your letter of December 3rd, 36, we have carefully examined your complaint and considered that it requires stringent measures. Quite frankly, the possibility of such a complaint has never occurred to the department, and we therefore cannot make positive directives at this moment. However, due to the unusual qualities of the matter, Mm -hmm. we have arranged an audience at Central Central Dome, 8th level, 16th unit, January 3rd, 37th, 23 sharp. Dr. Elf Hortel has been instructed to attend. You will be. Yay, hot doctor's back. Yes. Um, Yeah, and his name is Elf, E-L-P-H Hortel. Nice. Um, has been instructed uh, to attend. You will bring the subject in question. The subject. Oh, <laughs> My daughter. The specimen <laughs> in question. Yours, Department F. Wow, not even I, one have, I have a prediction for the end of this story, and I will keep it to myself, and I will tell you if I was right. Okay, good. <laughs> that sounds like a cheat. I promise. I'm no, so Lindsay honest. is very obsessed with being honest. honest. She mm. will tell us okay. for sure. Yes. All right. Mary let, the, Mary let the paper flutter to the floor. She walked quietly to the elevator and set it for level three. When the elevator stopped, she ran from it, crying into her room. She thought and remembered and tried to sort out and put together. Daddy had said it. Grandpa had. The books did. Yes, the books did. She read until her eyes burned, and her eyes burned until she could read no more. Just tell us what the fucking book said already. Then Mary went to sleep, softly and without realizing <sighs> it for the first time. But the sleep wow. was not peaceful. Oh, oh shit. Mm. She ate too much spicy food before dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that happens to me. I have weird dreams. Ladies and gentlemen, said the young-looking, well-groomed man. Nice. <laughs> this problem does not resolve easily. Dr. Hortel here has testified ha, here testifies that Mary Q. Barrow is definitely not insane. Dr. Mona, Prynne, and Fetters all verify the judgment. Dr. Prynne asserts that the human organism is no longer so constructed as to create and sustain such an attitude through deliberate falsehood. Further, there is positively nothing in the structure of Mary Q. Barrow which might suggest difficulties in transformation. There is evidence for all this statements, and yet we are faced with this refusal. What, may I ask, is to be done? You are hereby sentenced to beautiful. <laughs> to a lifetime. Like, no! Yes. No! A jailer Mary take her looked to at, the beautiful jailers take yeah. her to <laughs> the beautiful room Mary looked at a metal table we have seen uh, we have been in session for far too long holding up far too many other pressing contingencies the trouble on mercury for example mm. we'll have to straighten that out somehow <laughs> true why are they bringing why are they bringing up their dirty laundry they don't need to talk about this other thing yeah, they're just letting you know like hey this other important things that we have to deal with you yeah. know like mercury <laughs> the planet <laughs> it's so ugly what are we gonna do about it oh my gosh it's hideous and it won't take the transformation <laughs> <laughs> and pluto keeps trying to claim it's a planet oh mm. Throughout the rows of beautiful people, the mumbling increased. 
Miss Cuberl sat nervously, tapping her shoe and running a comb through her hair. <laughs> Mary Cuberl, you have been given an innumerable chances to reconsider, you know. Mary said, I know, but I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> the beautiful people looked at Mary and laughed. Some shook their heads. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The man threw up his hands. I thought he was going to say throw up. The yeah, man that so, threw up. That would be so funny. <laughs> the mere sight of her. Yeah, that is a more funny choice. Yeah. Mm. Little girl, can you realize what an issue you have caused? The unrest? The wasted time? Do you fully understand what you have done? Intergalactic questions hang fire while you sit there saying <laughs> the same thing over and over. Doesn't the happiness questions. of your mother mean anything to you? Wow. <laughs> A slender, supple woman in a back row oh, cried, nice. We want action. Do something. Why do they care? <laughs> oh my God. She's slender and supple. Why won't Mary be like her? Put she... this lump in a fucking hospital room already. <laughs> Put this unshapely lump. <laughs> <laughs> the man in the high stool raised his hand. None of that now. We must conform, even though the question is out of the ordinary. He leafed through a number of papers on his desk, leaned down, and whispered into the ear of a strong, blonde man. Hell yeah. Then he yeah, turned nice. to Mary again. Child, <laughs> for the last time, do you reconsider? Will you accept the transformation? No. Oh my God. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> the man shrugged his shoulders. Very well, then. I have here a petition signed by 2,000 individuals. 2,000? <laughs> 2,000 people are like... Yeah, we support changing your face. <laughs> so do it. Like, she's too ugly to look at. Please change it. That's like how you get a proposition on the ballot in California. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You go get 2,000 individuals. Uh -huh. You tell it's, them it's about looks, and yeah. they all sign it. You stand mm -hmm. in front of a grocery store. Go, mm -hmm. hey, there's this ugly girl. Sign real quick. <laughs> By 2,000 individuals and representing all the stations of Earth, they have been made aware of all the facts and have submitted the petition voluntarily. It's all so unusual, and I'd hope we wouldn't have to. But the petition urges drastic measures. The mumbling rose. Oh, shit. The beautiful the, mumbling. Beautiful mumbling. Slime ball. She's absolutely formless. It's weird how she sounds normally. Her mother's hot, though. The petition urges that you shall, upon final refusal, be forced by law to accept the transformation. <gasps> mm -hmm. And that an act of legislature will shall make <laughs> this universal and binding in the future. <laughs> oh, man. Mary's eyes were open wide. She stood and paused before speaking. Why? She asked loudly. <laughs> the man passed a hand through his hair. Another voice from the crowd. Seemed to be a lot of questions unanswered here. And another. <laughs> Sign the petition, Senator. All the voices. Sign it. Sign it. Sign it. Sign it. Why are senators involved in this? But why? The Mary began to and cry. They have to talk the about Mercury. 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 Oh, the intergalactic questions of Mercury. <laughs> but why? Mary began to cry. The voices stilled for a moment. Because. Because. If you'd only tell me that, tell me. Because blood is spurting from our eyes at this point <laughs> just by looking at you. Why? It simply isn't being done, that's all. The greatest gift of all. And what if others should get the same idea? What would happen to us then, little girl? We'd be right back to the ugly, thin, fat, unhealthy-looking <laughs> race we were ages ago. There can't be any exceptions. Maybe they didn't consider themselves so ugly. The mumbling began anew. Oh, we did. <laughs> that We're isn't the point, cried the man. Uh -huh. You must conform. <gasps> 
And the voices cried, yes, <laughs> loudly until the man took up a pen and signed the, the papers on his desk. Cheers, applause, shouts. Miss <laughs> Finally. Miss Cabrera patted Mary on the top of her head. Oh, interesting choice, mother. <laughs> and then wiped it off her pants. <laughs> there now. And she happily and said, she said happily, everything will be all right now. You'll see, Mary. Oh, too sad. The transformation parlor covered the entire level, sprawling with this department. It was always filled and there was nothing to sign and no money to pay. And people were always waiting in line. Cool. It's free. But today Aww. the people stood aside. Oh. I mean, they were, they're forcing you to do something. Yeah. Well, yeah. Some people say, I, mean, I guess it is cool. It's free. Just yeah. a long way. It's like they a DMV. Still charge you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the DMV. Exactly. Yeah. Like you still have to pay for DMV stuff. You, you have to sign up for car insurance. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you have to pay but registration you still have to pay fees for it. and yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you stay on top of it. It's not that hard of a fee. Yeah. You stay on top of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you when you like forget to pay, it adds up. But if you're just on top of it, you got to do it. Oh my god, I'm so glad we talked about this. I have to renew my registration. I put my sticker on the other day, and I was like, "Do it, do it, do it." But today, the people stood aside, and there were still more looking in through the doors. TV cameras placed throughout the tape machines in every corner. It was filled, but not bustling as usual. Mary walked past the people, mother and the men in back of her following. She looked at the people. The people were beautiful, perfect, yeah, without know. a single flaw. We know! All the beautiful people, <laughs> all the ugly people staring out from bodies that were not theirs, walking on legs that had been made for them, laughing with manufactured voices, gesturing with shape <laughs> and fashioned arms. Mary walked slowly, despite the prodding. In her eyes, in her eyes, was a mounting confusion. A wide, wide wonderment. The reason was becoming less vague. The fuzzed, the fuzzed edges were falling away now. Through all the horrible months and all the horrible moments, the edges fell away. Now it was almost clear. She looked down at her own body, then at the walls which reflected it. Flesh of her flesh, bone of her bone, all hers, made by no one, built by herself, or someone she did not know, uneven kneecaps making two know. grinning cherubs when know they your bent, parents. and the old familiar rubbing together of fat inner thighs, fat, unshapely, Jesus unsystematic Christ. Mary, but Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. <laughs> Charles Beaumont. I know. C.L. <laughs> Nut, how could you? <laughs> Describing someone so bad is very funny. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) Of course, of course, this was what daddy meant, what grandpa and the books meant, what they would know if they would read the books or hear the words, the good, reasonable words, the words that signified more, much more than any of this. The understanding heaped up with each step. Where are these people? Mary asked half to herself. What has happened to them? And don't they miss themselves? These manufactured things? She stopped suddenly. Yes, that is the reason. They have all forgotten themselves. A courageous woman stepped forward and took Mary's hand. The woman's skin was tinted dark, chipped and sculptured bone into slender rhythmic lines, electrically created carriage, stance made turned out. All right, young lady, we will begin. They guided Mary to a large curved leather seat. From the top of a long silver pole, a machine lowered itself. Tiny bulbs glowed to life and cells began to click. The people stared. Slowly, a picture formed upon the screen in the machine. Bulbs directed at Mary, then redirected into the machine. Wheels turning, buttons ticking. 
The picture was complete. Would you like to see it? Also, just showing her like a before picture, like a really intense before picture of herself or after. I don't know. I think the picture is like of like what like this is what you're gonna look like. Oh, Um, after I got lost with all the like buttons moved and then Mm -hmm. lights went Mm -hmm. up and then a pole and (laughs) then a magician came out and performed for thirty minutes and then an improv team showed up. (laughs) Oh no! (laughs) Everyone clapped politely. (laughs) Anything but this. (laughs) Do the transformation. (laughs) Mary closed her eyes tight. It's really very nice, the woman turned to the crowd. Oh, yes, there's a great deal to be salvaged. You'd be surprised. A great deal. We'll keep the nose, and I don't believe the elbows will have to be altered at all. Nice. <laughs> Some people, you're like, gotta get rid of those yeah. <laughs> Some people, you'd be surprised. Some elbows, woof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no thank you. Yeah, no thank you with those elbows. Miss <laughs> Cabrera looked at Mary and smiled. Now, it isn't so bad as you thought, is it? She said. The beautiful people looked. Cameras turned, tapes wound. You'll have to excuse us now. Only the machines allowed. Only the, the machines. machines. <laughs> I oh, love that that shit. repeated. That's so stupid. The people <laughs> found out. It's, it, it repeated and it's like italicized. They want yeah. you to know, uh, like, hey. Only the, the machines. machines. The people filed out. Mary saw the rooms in the mirror. Saw things in the rooms, the faces and bodies that had been left, the woman in the machines, and the old young men standing about, adjusting, readying. Then she looked at the picture in the screen and screamed. <laughs> a woman of medium height stared back at her. A woman with a curved body and thin legs, silver hair, pompadoured, cut short, full sensuous Ooh, lips, small silver. breast, flat stomach, unblemished skin. Oh, small oh, breast. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Small interesting. breast, but flat stomach. Flat stomach, yeah. And sensuous lips. Silver sensuous hair. lips. Pompadoured hair. Pompadoured hair. Pompadoured hair. But short. Pompadoured but short. Pompadoured but short. So like... Elvis. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, like pretty Elvis cool. Go for yeah. it, Mary. Silver yeah. Elvis. Honestly, girl. Yes. You I were am. like a sock. So wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like a sock filled with yogurt right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like a yogurt. You like you look like, like so You look like a like, sock full of Chobani. <laughs> like or like not even sock. Greek yogurt. You look like a French style yogurt like, in a sock. Like Dan and custard yeah. style it's yogurt. Like so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where, okay. A strange, strange woman no one had ever seen before. The nurse began to take Mary's clothes off. Jeff, the woman said, come look at this, will you? Not one so bad in years. Amazing that we can keep anything at all. The handsome man put his hands in his pocket. Pretty bad, all right. <laughs> oh, so they were lying before? I don't. Because before they were like, we can keep uh, like some of this, and then they're like, no, we're, oh, there's maybe, not much we can keep. Maybe they're pointing at a particular part where it's like, oh, uh, but this uh, part, uh, I don't know. The handsome man put his hands in his pocket. Pretty bad, all right. Be still, child. Stop making these noises. You know perfectly well nothing is going to hurt. <laughs> but what will? But what will you do with me? That was all explained to you. No, no, with me, me. Oh, you mean the castoffs? The <gasps> usual? I don't know. Uh, exactly. Somebody takes care of it. I want me, Mary cried. Not that, she pointed at the screen. (laughs) Her chair was wheeled into a semi-dark room. She was naked now, and the men lifted her to the table. The surface was light, glass, black, filmed. But she kept slipping through their fingers. (laughs) All that slime. she oozed through her fingers (laughs) into the room. (laughs) Big machine hung above. Straps, clamps, pulling, stretching limbs apart. The screen with the picture brought in. The men and the women, more women now. Dr. Hortel in a corner, sitting with his legs crossed, shaking his head. Mary began to cry above the hum of the mechanical things. Shh, my gracious, such a racket. 
Just think about your job waiting for you and all the friends you'll have and how nice everything will be. No more trouble now. The big machine hurtling downward. Where will I find me? Mary screamed. When it's all over. A long needle slid into rough flesh and the beautiful people gathered around the table. They turned on the big machine. The end. What? (gasps) The end? Oh, she never got her way. Yeah, but so what did become? Because you never I, know. Why did she think she was going to lose herself? I don't know. God, Mary, just be pretty. <laughs> just be and pretty. so annoying. Honestly, if I could put my brain in an android, I would. <laughs> I could I, like, just be like I mean, a robot. In, that's the plot of that Bruce Willis movie. Is it? Uh, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What was that one? Mm. Um, I think Keanu Reeves is in it. It's like punching marble columns. Dude, I want to stay in the Matrix. <laughs> 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 That's the moral of the story. Just stay in the matrix. Just stay in the matrix. Stay in the matrix. Just stay in the matrix. Uh, I will tell you. Mm-hmm. What did you think was going to happen? Very wrong. Okay. What I did was, you think? I mean, I could tell. Tragically if you, wrong. If you would have been like, ah, I was right. I would have been like, no, because the way you responded to the end, let me know that you were way off. <laughs> and also, <laughs> Wait, was, what? What? I was right. That's crazy. How right I was. <laughs> also, you were like, I know exactly what how the end is going to be. It nothing will happen. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what the end is, and it's that it goes on. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? Part. Yeah. Um, I thought she was going to be taken to somebody who is going to be like the final arbiter over whether she could have it. Mm-hmm. And that person had also refused the transformation, but nobody oh. ever saw that person. That is and an interesting story. Like, You're now smart enough to rule with me or whatever. Be mm. my wife. I actually, I thought it was going to end at the reveal that they hadn't taken the transformation either. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you were um, hella off. I was a little off. Yeah, <laughs> she, got ripped, she got ripped apart she and everybody's got, toast. Yeah, she's dead. And yeah. she's, well, the, her old, ugly, shapeless body. Yeah. But like, like, how do they even find limbs to rip apart? I don't even know. Do no. they're just pulling they apart goo and then doing that yeah. thing where you, where <laughs> like, like you got stuff in here like, Ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It and then like it. it's got like strings, like yeah. slimy yeah. strings, they're yeah. dripping off. And every time they try and like get with their other hand, it like catches oh, yeah. on there it's too. Just, and it's just it, impossible. It can't, you can't. You just got to wash your hands. You got to. You just got to take a you quick shower. Who changes their name to something hot? Yeah, yeah, Mary's not hot. Yeah, Mary's yeah, not, not hot. Not, not hot. Shayla. She needs to get that Shayla. Oh name. yeah, oh, Zena. Yeah. Shayla. Also Zena good. also hot. What would you choose as your hot name, you guys? Um. Because obviously we're all fucking hideous. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 First yeah, of all, yeah. No questions asked. I'm definitely getting the transformation. You don't have to ask Fuck me. Fuck yeah. Definitely getting that transformation. Yeah, no, going. I'm getting a transformation. Yeah. Are you kidding? I do yeah. not care. Yeah. I, you, I do, do not, not care. care. Yeah. I would do it truly, instantly. Truly, that's the real lack of um, of being superficial. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't care how you look, then you don't care if you're beautiful. Yeah. What I think would be right? cool. And Am I right? Maybe no, we see. Right. That's right. That's and and maybe right. we see like Thank a you. really dystopian version of this in the bells. But yeah, I would totally like if you could choose like w- what the like different details are, because mm-hmm. I don't like because you know how they're like everybody looks the same. I think yeah, it'd be cool if you that. could like just choose everything and then like pick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like a, a Taco Bell app. Like. Yeah, or the beginning of a like an RPG game where you like yeah. spend hours like trying to yeah. come up with what your character looks like. Yeah. Well, I think I, honestly, I feel like that's just Mary's view of what people look like because by the descriptions, everyone doesn't look the same. No, they do look different. Yeah, yeah. It's like, this one's curvaceous. This one is yeah. like this thing. This one is like a slender so and so. She's gonna get silver hair. Yeah, that she's getting awesome. silver hair, small this is breasts, very cool. 
thin stomach, yeah. short yeah. hair. So it's like, wait a minute, man, you look different than anybody else. Yeah, yeah. and they like, even said that they were like, like "This is different unique. than anything we've ever seen." Mm-hmm. So cool. I don't know why she's being she's such a Christ Mary. Stop being such a fucking stupid bitch. <laughs> um, okay, what would your hot name be? Oh, mm, right, um, Letitia. <laughs> Mine would be Andromeda. Oh, Ooh. oh, Brett, Brett Spicy. nodded. Brett mm. nodded. Yeah, Ronnie, what would your hot name be? Um, uh, Andre. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Mine would be this super normal name, <laughs> very common name. Because I was like Brax, and then I was like, no, I'm not gonna go Brax. Brax. Let that yeah. space go. Yeah. Yeah. I when I said, I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm not going to knock Andre, though. It's no, no. I like Andre, yeah. too. You can have it. Yeah. You can have whatever you want. Whatever name you want. Yeah. Um. Awesome. Well, thank you so much fun. for coming on and reading this crazy story yeah, with us. Running. Oh, yeah. No, thank you for having me. This was, um. I'm, I'm inspired now. You're inspired. Yeah. And now steal this whole idea. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. in public domain. You can. Yeah, yeah you can. It's true. It's you true. can adapt this into whatever you want it to be. I can. And then when somebody's like, hey, you stole that for Charles Bowman, I just do the shoulder shrug like, hmm? Yeah. <laughs> hmm? What are you going to do? Well, yeah, what are you going to do about it? Public domain. Literally, yeah. you can do nothing. Public domain. Yeah. And then sing happy like, birthday in their face. Yeah. I mean, like, those bitches are dead. <laughs> <laughs> dead, dead, dead. <laughs> um, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Um, well, just to be clear, because I know you messed up my plugs earlier. Yeah, I'm so sure. sorry. I'm, I'm, up. I'm so, yeah, sorry. So, sorry. I'm so sorry. Like I said, they were in italics. I don't know what happened on yeah. my phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, no, uh, my name is Ronnie Adrian. Uh, you can, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Look at <laughs> I do a bunch of shows at the Upright Citizen Brigade Theater. Uh, uh, two of my normal ones. Uh, every second Friday with my team, white women, with some very funny other black gentlemen. Oh, in case you didn't know, I am black. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. We should have said that at yeah, the time. Yeah, we should have said that. Sorry. I'm, so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Every second Friday of the month, uh, it's called Your Token Friend, where we get a, a special guest of color to come and tell stories about things or whatever that we ask them to. Um, and it's usually pretty fun, and the guests are usually people that you might know. Um, and they're hot. And they're hot. hot. Every one hot. of our guests have always, always been hot. Always been hot. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't go if they weren't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's why we're always packed. Everyone mm-hmm. is very superficial yeah. so super in style. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, also, I play with my uh, formal Herald team now, regular weekend team, uh, the Dragons. Um, every Saturday at ten thirty, I used to be Sunset. Uh, check me out. I might, you might, you might see me on your TV screen sometimes. Maybe you might see me pop up in a movie. Ronnie Hadrian, keep it going. Hell you can follow yeah. me on Instagram if you want. Uh, <laughs> at Bones Adrian, uh, you can follow me on Twitter. I don't use it, but I, I every now and then I look at it. So <laughs> that's why you're not following yeah. me there. Okay. Yeah. Thank you again, Ronnie. No, it was really fun having you, Ronnie. Right, have Hooray. a great one. And thank you so much to our listeners. Um, thank you so much for leaving your positive reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you have not done that yet, go do that. Uh, thank you to the listener who submitted this story. I'm so sorry I yes. cut you off. You weren't done no, asking it's for okay. reviews. That was a good point. Um, thank you so much. Uh, and also, if you guys are wanting to submit uh, uh suggestions a story for us to read um we have a link to a form that you can submit uh story ideas um and that's on you can find that link on our twitter uh and we are at public domain pod on all social media mm-hmm. so find us there yeah thank you so much it really helps brett out uh even though he's a jerk and doesn't deserve it um do it anyway He's really, and he's really a cherub Fred. star baby. Yes, he's so attractive. He got the transformation. <laughs> he got the transformation first. And, and we were all his like, name. His like... name used to be Ugly Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and he changed it to Brett. <laughs> I think you made the right choice, Brett. 
<laughs> Thank you again, Ronnie. Uh, we'll see you next week. Keep it lit. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog